Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Coaching Program. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance for those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one tool I use to complete my mission. How it works? In 10 minutes' time, when the 10-minute mark hits on this podcast, you'll have a life lesson that you can take away with you at this point right here and apply it to something going on in your life immediately. And if this lesson in this episode sounds familiar, like something you're already trying to do that just doesn't know how to work itself out, maybe I can help. Go to our website, 10minutelifecoach.com, and see if there's a way that we can connect so that we can help work on this together. This podcast is powered by the $10 Life Coaching Program. More on that project in just a moment, but first, today's lesson. Today's lesson is about perceptions, how you perceive people in general, and especially how you perceive the people who are giving you advice, good, bad, or whatever, how you see them and how you interpret what they look like or how they're presenting themselves will make a big interpretation of how you will actually take in the information they're given. And the big issue with this is sort of the fake it till you make it mentality where we tell anybody, and we do this in this community, in the lifestyle community, in the personal development community, life coaching, if you will, that to be an expert at something, you just need to know more than the person you're teaching or need to know about the same level as they are if you're being in the group of experts. But to be able to teach someone something, you just need to be able to do it. I can teach my daughter how to tie her shoes because I can tie my shoes. I would not be a very good knot tire if she was looking at learning that for nautical skills or Girl Scouts or whatever because I learned knots about 25 years ago and have not kept up my knot tying skills. So that's something I'm not an expert in. But if we're just tying shoelaces, I got that. We can make that happen. Now, why this is a topic today came from a conversation I had with a personal trainer that I've been working with, or a few personal trainers I've been working with for a project that, of course, as I always say, I don't have enough time to actually produce, but a project upcoming that's working on health and fitness. One of the personal trainers, a very, very nice young lady, is having some issues with some clients who aren't quite understanding why their trainer isn't quite living up to the lifestyle they believe, and then let me put this straight, they believe she should be living up to. Now, the bit of a backstory on this trainer. She has been doing personal training for about 15 years professionally. Not all of it has been full-time, but she's been training people since being certified about 16 years ago and then taking nine months to a year getting into the groove of doing personal training, some of it private, some of it low-key, some of it in big gyms, and some of it for some pretty high-profile clients. Nobody necessarily famous per se, but some pretty high-profile people inside the city where she lives in, some big-time professionals and executives who don't have time to hit the gym. She shows up with programs for them. Now, that's who's having the problem with them right now because – she had to back away from her personal training focus about a year ago when she was offered an offer, a big cash offer that was something she just could not refuse, which means she had to, for a while, not do as much training on her own and not do as much personal training in the sense of doing the work part, which meant she gained a few pounds and got a little lazy in her eating uh, because the schedule was more of a regular 9 to 5 in cubicle workday 
as opposed to being the free and open time she had before and always had scheduled time for working out and, of course, helping other people work out. When that contract ended about three months ago, uh, she started getting back into her training sessions and started doing things slowly. Now that she had a little bit of extra cash to kind of just sit back on, she wasn't in a rush to really get things going. And then some opportunities came for some big-time executives to jump into the training. Perfect. She wasn't stressed out about having to hit any markers. She just needed to go in there with some good plans and show them what to do. Here's the problem. She no longer looks like the fitness model with the six-pack abs she did two years ago. She's in fairly good shape. She's in much better shape than these people are and probably on a tier of top 25% just in general, just without doing very much work. But she doesn't quite look the part. She's not hard, chiseled, and all that. At least not at the moment because she's not been back training hard on herself because she hasn't had to. She's been working and she had other priorities going on. What the people that she's training don't really understand is that the people they see in the fitness models and the people with the pictures on Instagram are doing a whole lot of extra work to put up that front when being healthy is a matter of moving more and eating less, which is what she's trying to tout to some of her clients. But they're having troubles following along because she doesn't look like the person on the cover of the fitness DVD, even though the person on the cover of the fitness DVD, number one, has probably been fasting for about a week so they get extra, extra slim, no water in their system, just like they do for the, the fitness competition for muscles. And number two, she's airbrushed. Nah, that's, to be honest, they're airbrushed. They are doctored. Those pictures are done up so that the people look better to the part that they are trying to play. So the lesson to you goes towards both sides of that coin. Number one, if you are a person who is starting out in some sort of industry and is trying to convince people or sometimes force people into believing that what you say actually is law, it could help to make sure you're living up or at least looking like you're living up to that standard. If it's a matter of literally looking the part, you have to look the part. You're told in the young age as you're working your way towards your career that you need to dress for the job that you're looking to get towards, looking for next, not where you are. So if you're right now sitting on the bench of playing basketball but want to be a coach in your work life, in your career life, you need to start dressing more professionally, not just wearing sweats at every occasion. On the flip side, sometimes we know the knowledge that's coming from someone is the truth. And yes, we do judge books by their cover. We do pick the ones that are the prettiest, that are the boldest, that catch our attention. However, comma, that doesn't mean what's inside the book, the knowledge that is inside its pages, are any greater or lesser because the book cover is greater or lesser. Sometimes you can get a lot of great information in a very, very basic binding because that's what they had to work with, or that's what was what was necessary, or that was all they really cared about, was getting the information out and not so much making it a pretty picture for people who are going to gloss over it and not know what to do with it. So my personal trainer friend has reassured her high-paying executive clients that, yes, she really was at one time a pretty big-time fitness model, and yes, she had the six-pack abs and walked around in bikini with the weird muscles coming through and looked all freakish like that. And yes, she could get there again, 
But to do that, she would have to give in a lot of intense workout focused on herself and do that for a good six months or so and could not train those people to do much of anything for that six months. What she can do is show the pictures of the past, show the results, how one got the other, show some results from other clients who have done the same things, and work with those people and give them their attention, full attention to them, and not so much worry about herself getting that six-pack abs, but worry about those people getting back into some semblance of good health and shape because they would not have called her if it wasn't important for them to get into better shape. For you, as I said, think about things as you are taking in information from wherever. And don't be so quick to judge that book by its cover because sometimes once you open it and read a few pages, you realize what you're getting. In fact, a quick example, one time I got a chance to host one of the uh, talk shows at a radio station cluster I used to work at and just as a fill-in for a panel of people that were normal panel people with the host. And the response I got heard, you know, back from around the corner was that, hey, that guy was a lot smarter than he looked like when we went in there. Assuming that I didn't look smart enough to hold the show when, in fact, I pretty much ran the show and almost upstaged them in the process. On the flip side, if you're going in there and you have people who may not expect you to know what you don't know or know what you do know, it does help to play the part, to play it up, if you will. I hate the fact of people playing dumb, but sometimes you've got to play dumber or smarter than the other people are to convince them that what's coming down is exactly what they need. So once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a part of the community. If you want to get even deeper into what we have going on, it's very, very simple. You go to the website, 10minutelifecoach.com. There's all the back episodes of the podcast, plenty of free information for you to help you get on that path. And as we said earlier, if you need help working that thing out, getting a little extra seasoning into whatever that project is to make it work and flow a little more positively, there are links on the website for one-on-one coaching to find out how we can connect and maybe I can help you do that. Any questions about this podcast or anything else, 10-Minute Life Coach, can go to 10minutelifecoach.com. If you want to get in on the $10 Life Coach, our coaching community where we are doing group coaching together, one-to-one-to-one-to-one, mano-a-mano and womano to a womano, we are together. We are doing what we can to coach each other up. Send me an email to 10 dollarlifecoachcom If you send me an email uh, within a, a few weeks of hearing this podcast originally, you will find that uh, you won't have to pay $10 to stay into the program and you'll be a founding member. Details are in the email. I'll send back to you a personal email once you send me the request in. Any other questions can be directed to my main website, jclevenpain.net. Emails at info at jclevenpain.net. And of course, we ask you to stay up with us here in the podcast. Subscribe at whatever podcatcher you're looking for. Share it with some friends so they can get some greatness out of this and you can help them join in our community. We always love more new people. And, of course, be here next week for another pretty good edition of the 10-Minute Life Coach.